risk appetite, risk tolerance, risk capacity, and Anton's story. Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Press Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? Okay, so we will be talking about risk appetite, tolerance, capacity, and a little story about my youngest son, Anton, on this subject matter. Years ago, I received an angry feedback from a reader who reacted to my articles on why our children should be investing in the stock market. This is what she said. How irresponsible of you to advise parents to put their children's money at risk. She was angry probably because she failed to understand completely the concept of risk appetite, risk tolerance, risk capacity, and investment in general. And that is our topic for today's podcast. So what is risk? Risk is an exposure to uncertainty, possibly danger, harm, or loss. And since nothing in this world is certain, except death and taxes, we all need to embrace uncertainty and the importance of taking calculated risks. Remember, no growth happens without risk. Diba? Kung, kung napapraning ka na talaga, ayaw mo nang lumabas, parang, what's gonna happen to you? You will be stunted talaga if you do not know how to take calculated risks. So, first, that's the definition of uh, risk. Ha? Yung you are exposing yourself to uncertainty because that is just the way to live your life. Next to be defined is risk appetite. Risk appetite is the amount of risk an organization is willing to accept to achieve objectives. Okay? Number two naman, or the next one, is risk tolerance. Risk tolerance is the acceptable deviation from the organization's risk appetite. And the next one is risk capacity. It is the amount of risk a company is financially able to take in. Okay? So, itong mga definitions na to, these are what they use for a corporation's risk-taking. But for purposes of our personal investment risks and that of our children's in particular, let me narrate a conversation I had with my youngest son, Anton. I actually share this in my first book, Raising Pinoy Boys. So, um, this was the time when Anton was still in his early grades. Ewa ko ba kung grade 2 or 3 siya nun? So, it was one weekend morning, and like a kid who discovered something great, he excitedly shared with me his action plan on his investment strategy. Ito ang conversation namin. Anton, Ma! 
I want to put almost all my money in the stock market. Me? Why? Anton. Well, you and Papa always say that the stock market gives the highest earnings in the long run, right? That means if I put more money there, I will earn more. Me. Well, yes, but don't you think it will be too risky for you? Remember, Mama showed you how the prices of stocks go up and down, up and down, right? What if the stock market goes down? You might get very sad if the next time you update your balance sheet, you will find your total assets go down. Anton. Well, if the value of my stocks go down, my lifestyle will not change. It is when the value of your and Papa's stocks go down that my lifestyle will change, right? <laughs> so after hearing his argument, I thought I just heard the best articulation of why parents should invest their children's angpaos, other cash gifts, their earnings in the stock market while they're still very young. You know, Anton was right. It was our responsibility to provide for him. It was our lookout to cushion ourselves well against stock market swings. His appetite, tolerance, and capacity were definitely bigger than ours because of age and other circumstances. What are those? He was still our dependent, while Marvin and I were middle-aged parents taking care of three dependents. Alright, so that happened many years ago. Anton is now 25 years old and in fact turning 26 at the end of this year. And his risk appetite, risk tolerance, and risk capacity have changed. Now let's start to understand the relationships. Let's try further to understand the relationships of risk appetite risk tolerance, and risk capacity. If you check out the article of, of this podcast, the article version, it is in fqmom.com and um, on philstar.com also, FQ, Financial Quotient, there is an illustration there. There's an image there. So imagine a risk universe. So yung picture, yan yung pinaka-background niya. The risk universe. The risk universe contains all the risks that one can get into in pursuit of one's objectives. And in this case, our investment objective is to grow our money. So a person, you know, even the richest man in the world, just has a finite risk appetite. So parang, imagine mo mayroon bilog within that big risk universe. May big circle. That is your risk capacity. It is your financial condition and stage in life that will greatly determine this capacity. Anong ibig sabihin yan? It's the amount of risk that you can accommodate without losing your shirt. Yung hindi ka naman pupulutin sa kangkungan. Okay? So that is your capacity. But of course, you being an intelligent investor, dapat, you should not just look at your risk capacity. Kasi within that risk capacity lies your innermost circle, which is your risk appetite. That is the amount of risk you are willing to accept to achieve your investment goals. However, from time to time, that limit, yung ating, uh, kung i-imaginin mo na yung sphere or that circle that you created which represents your risk appetite, sometimes that limit may be poked. Eh? And that is our 
risk tolerance. These are the deviations from our risk appetite that we are still willing to take, pero not all the time, ha? from time to time lang. This is a common example that uh, they use when they illustrate the difference between risk appetite and risk tolerance. It's the traffic police. Let's assume that the speed limit is at 100 kilometers per hour. That is the risk appetite stated by law that the traffic policeman must implement. However, we know naman that there are several motorists who go over that and not all are apprehended. If the policeman only pulls over those who go beyond 110 kilometers per hour, then that is the equivalent of risk appetite. I'm sorry, that is the equivalent of risk um, tolerance. Na to tolerate pa niya. The deviation that allows, uh, allows us to go beyond the limit. Okay? So now, applying risk concepts on your and your children's investing. So alam nyo na, no? So yung kumbaga kung sa diagram yun, yung pinakamalaki risk universe. Siyempre, hindi ka naman kailangan makipag-participate sa lahat ng yan. And then, the biggest circle will be your risk capacity. Yung capacity mo, hindi mo naman kailangan itodo-todo. May mas maliit na bilog, which is your risk tolerance. Ito yung mga pakonti-konting deviations from time to time. And then, your risk appetite is the smallest circle. Which is yan, yung parang pinaka-guideline mo, yung limit mo. Now that you know all the differences in the relationships of risk appetite, risk tolerance, risk capacity, in this entire risk universe, I hope now that you can properly implement the proper asset allocation to your and your children's portfolios so that you can manage your risks and achieve your investment goals. So maraming maraming salamat for joining me in today's podcast. I hope that you learned something and if you could really just pass it on to someone who will benefit from it both this podcast or the article version. Um, if you'd like to know more about FQ, just head on to fqmom.com, take your FQ test, get your copy of any of the FQ books, and please follow me on my socials. That's FQmom on Facebook, YouTube, Kumu, Instagram, and Twitter. Maraming maraming salamat po. This has been Rose Fresh Fausto wishing you all a high FQ.